I'm Crystal Westfield, and this is Combos with Crystal. Hi, welcome back to Combos with Crystal, where we talk about all things life and all things leadership, and where passion and purpose meet provision. Today, I want to talk to you about habits that are blocking your success. That's habits that you have right now that are blocking your success. And today's inspiration for the podcast comes from little girl swim class. Now I know you're thinking, what in the world does a little girl swim class have to do with habits that are holding me back from success? Well, it has a lot to do with it because that's where my inspiration comes from. I don't know about you, but oftentimes I'm just sitting somewhere doing something that's unrelated, thinking about things, and it drops on me. Something drops on me, an idea, a thought, inspiration, revelation. And this is what happened this week. And so I went on my Instagram stories and I talked about what happened during the swim class and I knew I had to bring it to the podcast and I've never done that before. Usually the things I talk about Instagram, I don't make a podcast about, but this is important. So what happened in swim class and what does that have to do with you, your habits and how they're blocking your success? Give you a little background. My daughter's Lizette and Naomi. Lizette is six and a half. Naomi is five and a half right now. And they're in swim class and they go twice a week, uh, two different classes because it's summer two different instructors and they're working on the skills to get better and get stronger and learn different techniques and I noticed that they were both struggling they were both struggling not exactly in the same areas but they have to swim across the pool and do it correctly in order to advance to the next level and they just weren't getting it for weeks now they're going twice a week with two different instructors There are two other children in there because the group is four. So it's a half hour class for children. Tuesday is one group and one instructor and Thursday is a different group and another instructor. Regardless, for a couple weeks, two, three weeks, they were not getting past these areas of struggle. So I signed them up for a private, semi-private lesson, just the two of them, with an instructor this week. And... Lo and behold, they move past the struggle area. Lizette within five minutes, five minutes with one little tweak that the instructor gave her, she completely succeeded. She was able to make it across the pool and that is what was holding her back from going to the next level. And Naomi, she advanced as well. She got stronger, she got closer. To the other side of the pool and she her technique that she was struggling with got better as well and so that got me thinking about the things in our lives as adults the habits that we have because see the habit was for the the girls is that I had them in a swim class with a group and I, I signed them up so I was just taking them and they were going and they were doing the same things and the instructor was doing the same things and nothing was changing. So when I signed them up for a couple of semi-private lessons, I figured maybe they'd advance a little bit. I was hoping they'd get to the next level. One tweak, one thing, 
one comment, different person, a different time. What was it? I don't know, but I know that it was what clicked for Lizette and clicked for Naomi was the one tweak that that particular instructor said. So for us, how many things in our lives do we have that are habits because we signed up for it, because it's comfortable, because it's what we've known, because it's what we've done. And we're doing the same thing over and over and over and nothing is changing. I'm sure you've heard the old adage, uh, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results is the definition of insanity. Well, it's also the definition of unsuccessfulness. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I, I can't say that it's, I would define it as failure, but this is preventing this. These are habits that are preventing success. If you're doing the same thing and you're not actually looking at it to, you know, and taking inventory and saying, Hmm, maybe this isn't working. Then you're going to continue the same cycle. Imagine if I would have kept them in the class and never signed them up for a semi-private class. How much time, how much money would I have wasted? Was it an investment to put them into a semi-private class? Yes, it was an investment. But in five minutes, there was a change. How much money did I spend that that could have happened weeks ago? But just because I signed them up for a class and... They were just supposed to go to class. I could have just kept doing that. Now I'm thinking, how much better would it be for us to invest the money to have them do these semi-private lessons versus group lessons? And how far could they advance? And how much quicker can we get to where they want to be? Ultimately, it's the investment. It's looking at what can we change? What can we tweak in order to get to success quicker? or at all, because sometimes the habits that we have are holding us back. Maybe it was that they just had the one-on-one time, or I should say two-on-one time. Maybe it was because it was a different instructor. We don't know. It could have been the person or the habit or all of it. So there's times when we have to cut ourselves away from things that are holding us back. How do you know if it's holding you back? Because you're not succeeding in that area. Let's talk about professionally. How many habits do you have for yourself, for employees that are the same day in and day day out? It's the same CRM that we've been using. It's the same procedures that we've had. It's the same handbook from 20 years ago. It's the same thing we've been doing day in, day out, day in, day out. And guess what the frustrations are? The same day in, day out, day in, day out. What if there was one tweak? What if there was one change? What if there was one person, you, that said, hey, this is not working. Let's try X. Let's try Y. Let's try Z. And if one person, you, doesn't think to make that change, it may not happen. And I'm saying you because you're listening to this for a reason. You want to change your life. You want to change things. You get frustrated with where things are at. So because of those frustrations, 
That means that there's an opportunity for change. This is an opportunity to change habits. Habits form because they become comfortable. It becomes easy. And changing a habit is uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable for me to get my kids up early in the morning to be at a swim class half an hour away at 8.30 in the morning with a different instructor. It was uncomfortable for them. But they loved it. And they really, they only want to work with that instructor. Why? Because they experienced success. It's always hard before we experience success. And even if we're experiencing failure in certain areas, it's become our comfort zone. But until we're willing to look at what needs to be done, we're never going to change. That's not going to change. You're not going to experience success. There are habits right now that you have that are holding you back, that are blocking your success. They're blocking. Well, so-and-so said this is supposed to work. Is it working for you? Well, so-and-so told me to do this. Is it working for you? Well, this is what I've always done. Is it still working for you? Have to look at those habits. What you've always done doesn't mean that it's helping you today. Things change. Have you ever noticed like if you start a, you know, a diet and exercise routine or a new eating plan, lifestyle, and you've developed this lifestyle and then you go on vacation and what happens? You don't have the structure or a life event happens, a tragedy happens, uh, some type of interruption, some type of emergency, something external beyond your control happens and then you don't have that structure you don't have that ability and what happens nothing so you're used to working out at 6 a.m every day and then you have a week where you're not able to do that what happens do you work out later in the day or are you like well i normally work out at 6 a.m so i'm not going to work out or well i always prep my meals like this and i always ate the same thing but now you're someplace else and you can't do that. So do you just say, forget it, just throw it out the window? A lot of times we do. Why? Because we're so ingrained in the habits that we have. Well, that habit's not going to work for you because you're in a different environment, because you're on vacation, because life happens. So you have to adjust. Imagine if technology just stayed the same. It is ever changing. It's ever changing. And I will admit that sometimes I have a hard time changing with it <laughs> because I get comfortable. I'm like, this is cool. I'm not ready yet. But then I accept it and then I embrace it. And guess what? Then I'm taken to a no whole new level in my business professionally, reaching more people. If technology stayed the same, Imagine where we would be right now. It would be a whole lot different. You wouldn't even be listening to this podcast right now if technology stay the same. So if it wasn't embraced, if Amazon wouldn't have embraced change, where would they have been? Think about all the areas of your life where you've resisted change, where you've resisted the, the external forces that are coming through trying to produce change on you and you're just like forget it and go all or nothing it's the areas where you're most frustrated with 
And in business, a company, an organization that will not embrace the changes that happen socially, economically, and adjust their sales, that is an organization that is doomed. Now let's talk about ministry. Let's talk about the church. I've done a lot of research on the changes in the church and millennials specifically attracting, retaining millennials in the church. And the reason that many churches are not evolving and including and having a difficult time reaching the millennial generation is because they're not open to change. They're not open to embracing the needs, the desires of the millennial generation. So if you say we've always done this as a ministry, you've always done it that way and it's worked in the past, that doesn't mean today it's going to work. So as a leader, you have to embrace have to embrace the shifts, the societal shifts, generational shifts. I'm not saying you abandon values, core values, core beliefs that are the foundation. I'm not saying biblical beliefs. But what I'm saying is you have to make changes. So if if there's sound biblical truths and beliefs that that you have, I'm not saying abandon that. Self-limiting beliefs being that well we can't change that, we can't adjust that because well, if you're not reaching the the generation that's coming up, the church is not going to sustain. And that's the same for any organization. As generations change, if you don't embrace the needs, the desires of that generation to be able to speak their language, the organization is not going to be able to sustain itself because those that have always done it, the leaders in place now are not going to be able to lead forever. So the sooner we embrace change, the sooner we change the habits, the sooner the organization can thrive. If you'd welcomed new guests or new customers one way, and it's not working, it's time to make a change. It's time to include something else. It's time to cut off the dead. The sooner you cut off the dead, the sooner the organization can thrive. The sooner you cut off the dead, the sooner your life can thrive. Anyone that's worked with landscaping, anyone that's that's managed their own flower bed knows that if you snip off the dead, that brings life that brings forth life because the dead roots, the dead flowers, the dead, the blooms that were once, but are no longer, if they're not cut off, then they are taking all the supply of life, all the water, all the sun, all the blood in our life, like for our lives. Think about that metaphor. It's, it's keeping dead things dead. It's not even keeping it alive, but it's preventing new life from forming. So we have to cut off the dead. What is it that's dead? What is it that's dead in your life? What is, is it that's dead in your business? What is it that's dead in your ministry? It's time to make changes. These habits that you have that we've always done or that used to work, they don't work anymore. Stop 
beating a dead horse. They're not working. So it's time to make a change. It's time to change the habit. It's time for a mindset shift because it's holding you back. It may have been comfortable and it may be difficult to change, but how difficult is it to stay the same? How difficult is it to try to breathe life into something that's dead, that's been dead? How difficult is it for you to continue to struggle and put energy into something that is no longer serving you, that is no longer of value to you? And that goes for people, the people in your life. All people are not meant to stay all of your life. There are seasons where relationships change and people have free will. So they change and you change. And as you grow and as your focus shifts and as your season shifts and as your mindset shifts and as your business shifts, there are relationships that you have to push out from your inner circle and maybe even cut off. And it's not an easy thing for someone like me who's very relational. My husband and I were talking about how relational I am. In business, professionally, it's very hard for me to just cut people off, but I know I have to. I know I have to. If our relationship is no longer serving or adding value to either one of us, then it's time to cut it off. If it is no longer adding value to my time, it is no longer serving me well towards my goals, that means I have to cut it off. And that's, that's not selfish and that's not arrogant. That's to, to give me what I need in order to reach more people, in order to fulfill my passion and purpose. Because if you're trying to serve others and you're tied up in the same thing and you're on a hamster wheel going around and around and around and around with the same people, then you're missing opportunities to connect with other people. You're missing business opportunities. You're missing growth opportunities. You're missing ways to help others. So you have to stop. You have to get off the hamster wheel. You have to look at those habits that are blocking you from that so that you can go up the mountain instead of going round and round. You don't wanna go around the mountain, you wanna go up to the mountain. You're trying to reach the top. There's weight that you're holding onto and you might have to cut that dead weight off. So getting rid of habits will help you embrace the new ones. If your hands are full of old habits, then What's going to happen? Do you have no hands for new habits? You have no way to form. You have no, no way to embrace anything, any new opportunities. And biblically, it's like putting old wine into new wineskins. What would happen? It would burst. You don't put old wine in new wineskins. So if you're becoming a new person, you're growing. You have a desire for more. You have to cut off, shake off, peel off those old habits that you have that are not bringing you to your goal. And you have to take inventory. It's, it's not always in our conscious. Oftentimes it's in our unconscious. 
how you start is you look at that one area that's your biggest struggle. What is that area right now? What is that area right now that you are struggling in the most? Look at that and then look at the habits that are around it, that surrounds that area and pick something that you can do differently. Now, it might take a third person to, to help you see that. You A lot of times it does because self-awareness isn't always something that we can develop on our own, especially if you haven't been consistently, daily, consistently growing personally, taking inventory on a consistent daily basis, it might be difficult for you to see. And that is a habit I would suggest that you pick up as well, is to take even, I I take an hour a day that I, that I focus on personal development, that is my goal, one hour at least every day, to really look at where I can change and then and then adapt it because just listening to somebody or, you know, just right now, if you're listening to me, but no changes are being made, then what's the point? You've wasted time. So just taking time every day, and it doesn't have to be an hour like me, it could be 10 minutes, but just taking that every single day. You have 24 hours in a day. Your time is the precious resource that you can't get back more precious than money. Many people are struggling struggling financially. But time, not looking at time, is doing yourself a disservice. The time wasters that you have, the habits that you have, if you don't get rid of that, you will have no time because there's only 24 hours in a day. You'll have no time to embrace something new. So if you want to improve, one area at a time because the power is going to go wherever you focus. If you want to improve that area, then look at the time that you're spending, not feeding it, killing it. Where do you need to make some changes? Where do you need to cut off and then introduce a new habit? Can't just cut something off without introducing a new habit because your mind is just going to go back to your unconscious will just go back to what it knows. And we've talked about that in previous conversations and previous podcast episodes of how your mind works and how you can change it because it's neuroplastic. So you can change that. You can create new habits. So when you're, but when you're cutting it off, remember you immediately have to place, replace new habits. And if you can introduce a new habit, even before you cut off, if it's possible in every scenario, it's not possible. Then do that. So personally, professionally, in ministry, all of these areas have blocks and it's caused by habits. And that is why it's not succeeding. Habits produce results. It's consistent habits that produce results. Consistent habits produce your results. So I hope you learned something about swimming. Well, it was my inspiration from swimming, right? I hope this helped you today. I hope that you remember that you have power within you, that you get to choose. Remember that you have choices. You have choices as to what habits you're introducing, eliminating, consistently doing on a daily basis with your life, with your decisions, and personally, 
in relationships, in family, financially, in every area of your life, you have choices and you have the power. Doesn't matter what's happening externally, you do have the power. You control. You control your time. You control everything in your life by choices. You might not feel like you have a choice every time, but you do have a choice. So remember that you do have the power. Remind yourself of that on a daily basis. And I know it's not easy. I know that taking inventory and making changes is not easy. So just remember, you don't have to do it alone. I'm here for you. I've helped hundreds of people make choices to change their lives. I've been there. I'll be there for you. All you have to do is email me and say, Crystal, I listened to the podcast on habits that are blocking my success and I'd like some help. I need some help on this. You can email me at crystalwestfield at gmail.com. You can reach me on my website, crystalwestfield.com. And I'm also on social media, crystal.westfield on Instagram and Crystal Westfield on Facebook. We have got a Facebook community, Convos with Crystal podcast community. And that is a place where I also share more information on a regular basis, more than I'm able to do here. And just if you need inspiration, if you need a place to connect, reach me there. And I hope that you'll continue to tap into your power. And I hope that today you'll make a decision to end a habit and start a new one so that your success is not blocked. You don't have a blocked door, but you have an open door. Open that door, be open to opportunities, be open to change, be open to transformation. Always stay open and willing and never forget that the power is within you. You have the power, you have the choice to change your life right here, right now. It's up to you.